It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. We're going to jump right into it. I was just watching this video, and you guys should check it out. It actually has a lot of relevance to it, to a lot of different things, but it's about rappers. And it's called The Fall Off, and the channel is Hip Hop Madness. And in the video, man, J. Cole, they had a J. Cole interview clip. I think he was interviewed by, um, what's her name? Uh, Angie Martinez, I want to say. And he basically said in the video, he said, um, you know, 98% of his thoughts aren't even his thoughts. They're Twitter and Facebook and, you know, the stuff his mom taught him or whatever like that. And I started thinking kind of deep, like, you know, what I, what I got from what he said is that we think, like, what I got from it is it's not necessarily that we are being controlled by Twitter or whatever. No, the stuff that we see on Twitter or hear in the music or, you know, our friends talk about or whatever like that, it's not that we actually agree with these things. It's just a matter of what I got from what he said was organic from an organic level, right? If I live my life completely natural and I cut off from just other people's ways and thoughts and, and things of that nature, would I think about these things? Like, if I was to just wake up in the morning, not get on the gram, not not barely even know what's going on in the world, right? You know, um, even though I tell people all the time, I'm like, man, y'all don't understand. Like, to me, it's a part of my job to know what's going on so I can create this content. But still, if I was just tap all the way out, you know, not listen to what people are saying, not saying I don't, don't talk to nobody, go live in a corner of the of the world and not talk to anybody, but just tap out of things like that. Where would my mind go then? How much emotion do we derive out of our day? How much, you know, how many different thoughts do we generate a day that literally come from the things that we are tapped into? You wouldn't naturally feel those ways. Like, I wrote this down before to somebody. I said, I could only imagine being black in America and I was never taught about slavery. I was never taught about lynchings and I was never taught about the civil rights era or systematic racism. I was never taught about, oh man, you just have to act around the police. You know, when the police come around, you can't like just imagine the mentality which could be good or bad, you know, but just still just imagine the mentality of a black person who I'm not saying wants to be white, but doesn't really realize that they're black. They get to really just be James. They get to really just be Brittany. You know what I'm saying? And whatever that means, like just imagine who you would be. Are we really living in our most natural state of mind? Or are you nothing more than than the results of what everybody else has told you because we're all tapped in. Now, most of 90, 99% of us became tapped in during school, which is why I've always told myself and I've debated with myself, if I ever have children, I think I might want them to be homeschooled from, you know, pre-K on up. And I would like to live a lifestyle where they don't have to go to college because I don't want my kids to have to be so tapped in. We were tapped in. You know, we were, you know, I, 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 I said this the other day. I said, do I really know myself? Am I nothing more than just the results of 
all these different teachings and things people have made me into be like a lot of the things that I'm so emotional about that almost can control me, that can ruin my day. How many of us are like this? Let's keep it real. You know, don't judge nobody because, you know, there's certain things that you could think about that could ruin your day. You see a video of a kid getting shot in, in Columbus, Ohio, and your day is ruined. It changes the way you, you move throughout the day. It changes the way you view people. Now you at Walmart, me mugging this, this, this white man in the line because he looks like the dude who shot the... You see what I'm saying? Like, you, what, what would life be? What type of thoughts would I have throughout my day if I didn't get on Instagram? If I didn't get on Twitter? If I didn't watch the news? You know what I'm saying? I mean, not to sound negative about it, not to bring this up, not to say that this is something that you should try to do or hope happens to you. But that's why I, when I was when I've been in jail, you come across people who are just so like in tune with themselves because they don't have the outside world. They literally have to sit there, especially nowadays with a lot of the jails. Um they they basically in quarantine too, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, in some jails, they're not having access to TV they're not, or they're not watching what they want to watch, you know, they're not having access to the outside world like that. Depending on different programs you have to go through, you have no choice but to sit there and really tap into yourself. And that's when you start to really realize, and I, I've been through this, where I sat down, I was like, man, who the hell am I? I thought I knew who I was. I don't know who I am. I don't have these outer influences anymore. I have to really sit there with myself and it's like, okay, well, I can't tweet. I can't make blogs or podcast episodes. I can't, you know, record music. I can't watch movies. I can't watch the new episode of Power. I can't watch the new episode of Snowfall. You know, those are like, besides that and Blackish, maybe Mixedish, Grownish. Those are some of the only shows I really watch. You know, I don't really watch too many other shows. Um, You know, like, who would I really be? You know what I'm saying? And then another question is if you tapped into other things. So if all if that's all you watch, try watching a different show. Try reading other books. Stop reading. Like I had to tell somebody one time, I said, stop reading them hood stories, man. All them hood stories. You know, I mean, they, they, they're entertaining, but stop reading all them hood books. You know, read a self-help book every now and then. Read a, read, um, what's the name of that author? I, I'm starting to like him. He's a he's one of the popular white authors. I got his name written down somewhere. I'd have to look for it and find it for you. I want to say something Peterson or Patterson or something like that. He writes like murder novels. Like read some murder novels. I I, I picked one up one time and I was like, this is gonna be boring. And I read it and I was I couldn't I couldn't put the book down, man. I was just like every page, you know, and I learned a lot of big words and and different ways or different um you know synonyms. To say other things, you know, learn how to say other things. Um, one thing about me, I ain't a lot going off topic. I have a huge vocabulary, but I can, for some reason, never tap into it when I need to. Like when I'm just sitting there by myself, I can do it. When I'm in conversation, I sound just as dumb as the rest of y'all niggas. Like, <laughs> but I got, I got the words. I know the words. If you say them, I know what they mean. I know how to spell them. I know how to pronounce them. You know what I'm saying? Like, but for some reason, when I'm in the heat of a conversation and I know I need to use these words, I just can't. I just, I just, I don't know. They just, they slip my mind. I'm pretty sure if you're an avid listener of this podcast, you heard me say, it's a word I'm looking for. I know it, but I can't. And that's, that happens to me all the time, man. I don't know. Maybe it's God's punishment on me. Maybe I should humble myself down some more. But I just wanted to talk to you guys about, 
becoming more natural. I'm not saying delete your Instagrams or whatever like that. I just, let's go back to J. Cole for a second. They also showed Kendrick Lamar. I don't know these people, but if I had to make a safe assumption, first of all, they don't, they don't tap into social media all day, every day. A lot of us, when we get bored, when we're at work, or if you work from home, when you have downtime, what's the first thing you do? Click the gram. I, I've caught myself doing this. How many of y'all do this? You click the gram, you scroll, you exit the gram, and maybe like three, between three to maybe 25 seconds later, you click the gram again. Like, you, you're just seeing everything. <laughs> and I, I like, I've literally caught myself doing that and say, hold on, bro, you just, come on, bro, you just, you just check the gram. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what, what, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, these guys are talented, great artists who give us generic music. And I think, not generic music, genuine music. And I think the reason why their music is so genuine and so authentic and so organic is because it comes from a genuine and authentic, organic, creative space. If you look at most of the creative, more creative artists, these guys are not tapped in. When you're not tapped in is when you make the best music. Even with me, when I was in high school, there was a time... I remember, I'll never forget it. And I would say it was around the time when Kanye West and Jay-Z dropped Watch the Throne. So you can go back and do your Googles and see what year that was. There was a whole year I refused to listen to other people's music. This is when I first started actually recording my music. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to listen to anybody else's music. Now, I know a lot of you guys don't rap, but this conversation still can probably, still has relevance to whatever you're doing in your life. I tapped out. And I made some of the most creative music I've ever created in my life. I did things then. And I I, I mean, no, I never made anything out of it, obviously, because I'm here talking to you guys now. You guys don't know. Y'all never heard my music. But at least I learned something there, you know, and that's always great. And, I, and the music still exists. I can always do something with it whenever I need to. I go back now and I've gotten better at recording and I'm a way better artist but I look back and say man how will I ever get creative like that again I really was tapped out I remember going and I was going to school but at the time I was going to school in the suburbs and I didn't like the kids at my school I had you know I had a very limited um range of friends you know what I'm saying because I didn't like those kids you know they were weird to me and lame so I spent a lot of time by myself a lot of time by myself, you know, and shout out to Kid Cudi. He, he's what really made me feel brave enough to step out and do that. You know, and I remember I just, the moment, the main thing I did was I smoked a lot of, a lot of pot, you know, I smoked a lot, a shit ton of marijuana. And I, yeah, I just said pot. I love the word. I don't know why I love pot and reefers. I like the old school words. I'm an old school brother. You know what I'm saying? And I sat in my in my room, in my mom's house, in my bedroom. I decorated the room how I wanted. I put the Biggie Bape. I had I had, I had a Bape, the Bathing Ape Biggie. Um, you remember the, y'all remember them little Bape characters with the big head, but they be mad fresh with their little feet pointing out. You remember those Pharrell kind of had them. People had them on a MySpace. I had the Biggie one. I had the Biggie one on my wall. I had my drawing. I, I draw a lot. I used to draw a lot. I had my drawings on my wall. I had my Vice City posters. I had you know um, my Grand Theft Auto. I had a desk. I had my um. I had a microphone. I had the uh, I forgot what was the name of the, the see once again. Here we go. Big words. I forget them. Um, the, the the little thing you 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 plug into your computer. You plug your mic into it, and then you plug it into your computer, and you can you know mess with the the sound and turn the knobs and the volume. I had that. I had a nice one too, man. I my 
I sold it like a dummy to a pawn shop one time, man. I, I should have kept all that shit. Should have kept all that shit. How many of y'all have pawned something and you regretted it? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you a little secret. If you pawned it and you remember where you pawned it, even if it's been years, go to that pawn shop. It's probably still there. Like, I wouldn't be surprised, especially where I pawned my stuff at, at this little country-ass pawn shop in Woodstock. I wouldn't be surprised if my red mic and my little machine is still... I, I need to go up there. It might still be there. And this was years. I'm talking years. Like, it's probably been eight, nine years since I pawned that thing. I guarantee you, more than likely, at least one of my objects that I sold is still there. I had the mic stand. I had my laptop. You know, I had all this stuff. I had, you know, I used to use Mixcraft. I had Mixcraft. I was learning Pro Tools, but, you know, I had Mixcraft for then. And I, I learned how to use Mixcraft really well. I had learned how to um, create music that had, like, higher frequencies to it. Like, I, I, I was ahead of my time, but I was only able to do that because I tapped out. I went, like I said, I went a whole year, and if I'm not mistaken, that year I didn't watch any TV, and I didn't listen to any any new music. I refused to listen to new music. I missed a lot of music that year, you know. Like I didn't hear the Washer Throne album till I want to say about a year, maybe a, I would say like a year and ten months after it was released, like a whole twelve months, and then another like ten months. Then I listened to Watch the Throne. I remember telling people about Watch the Throne, they were like. Yeah, you didn't know that he said that? I'm like, nah, I just started listening to it like yesterday. They're like, what? Nigga, this shit came out like two years ago. Like, I, I spent like a whole year, and that year I didn't listen to any music. I heard what I was forced to hear. Like, when you get in a car with somebody, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're, but I didn't go, I, I was a big, I used to love going on live mixtapes. I went on live mixtapes like five times a day, right? I would go on live mixtapes, Dat Piff, you know, check out all the new artists. I wanted to see who was coming up, what was new. You know, that's how I came across like artists like Rari, you know what I'm saying? Um, excuse me. Um, shoot, that's how I heard All Gold Everything for the first time. You know, there's a story behind that that's interesting. But long story short, when I tapped out, I was able to tap into myself. And that's when I really found out the artists I re really am. And I started to notice that like prior, I was sounding like, the yes myself but the me version of like Wiz Khalifa or like the me version of other rappers and then I really started to sound like myself and during that time I actually ended up changing a lot of things around I ended up changing my my name excuse me I'm drinking some coffee I ended up changing my name you know, and a lot of other things, but there's just a lot of, a lot of stuff that goes beyond just creativity. But I think that's why we get such creative music from the Kanye's, the, um, J. Cole's, the Kendrick Lamar's is simply because of the fact that these guys, we don't, they don't, they're not tapped in. Like I, I remember one time Kanye West, I forgot which album it was. And he didn't tell us this, Right media told us this that he moved to like hawaii you know and he just like he's known for doing it now he's like doing the wyoming thing right he's always going to some ducked off place to record an album why do you think he does that some people some artists do good tapping in like drake he taps in but if you notice drake has been a hundred different niggas in his career now that probably keeps him afloat but he's been a hundred different niggas 
now he now he rapping with like a British accent slash like Jamaican kind of thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because he's he's too tapped in. He wants to know what everybody else is doing. And that works for him. But I feel like when you are more of a natural person, after a while, you start to realize I'm too tapped in, man. You know, am I really angry? Am I really upset? Am I really proud of this? Am I really happy about this? Do I really believe these things? You know what I'm saying? For all you women, are you really a feminist? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I not to go off topic, but I remember I was reading the other day, and this girl, she said, man, I, I let feminism trick me into working 40 hours a week. F this shit. And I was, like, I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, she said, that shit. she said, I let feminism trick me into working 40 hours a week. F this shit. That was her exact words. So it's just like, are you really these things? Like, how would you view, you know, certain situations if you didn't read a bunch of tweets before you, you viewed them? Like, if you just seen the George Floyd video, how would you view it? I'm not saying you would have different views, but have you ever thought about it like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just tapped out. Like, when I first seen the Micaiah Bryant video, I was like, most people, oh my God, this cop, these cops killing it. Then I, and I, once I tapped out, and I said, you know what, let me tap out, and let me tap back in through myself. You know what I'm saying? Using myself as a conduit, let me tap back in through myself, Right? Then I realized there was no tether to what I was saying. I looked into it. I watched the video in slow motion. And when I watched the video in slow motion, that's when I realized I was completely wrong. I was completely wrong. So, you know, um, it just really made me think when I heard J. Cole say that. He's, he he used a very high, he said, 98% of my thoughts are stuff I see on Twitter, the things that my mom and them told me, taught me growing up, and the stuff I see on YouTube videos and just that and third. Like, excuse me. You know, and I know a lot of rappers and celebrities probably struggle with reading their comments because they don't want to get their head blown up. You don't ever want to think you're, you're too, you're better than you are or worse than you are. And if you sit and read comments as a celebrity, I'm pretty sure at some point you're going to struggle with that. I don't care how strong of a person you think you are. You're going to struggle. You're going to start thinking, man, I am way better than I think I am. Or, man, I... and then you start to do weird stuff. That's when you start to really fumble the ball. A lot of artists don't fall off. I tell, I tell people this all the time. A lot of celebrities, they don't fall off. They fall back. If you look at nine out of 10 artists that we claim have fell off within the last couple years, 10 years, 20 years, or whenever, whenever they were doing whatever they were doing, if you really pay attention, they didn't fall off. We didn't just turn our backs on them. They stopped. They fell back. Lupe Fiasco never fell off. He fell back. Nelly didn't fall off. He fell back. Cisco didn't fall off. He fell back. Now, looking at what's come excuse me, from these newer generations that came after, right after Cisco, the generation that came right after these guys, it probably was best and it probably was definitely divine timing, but we can't say that they fell off. Like, we were just done with Cisco. Like, we were just done with Nelly. Like, we were just done with Lupe. Like, we were just done with um, whoever. These guys have fell back and it probably had to do with them wanting to tap back into themselves. 
So I don't want to spend too much time on this topic, but I just want you to ask yourself, are you being as natural as possible? How often do you detox yourself from the world and go through a spiritual, mental, emotional cleanse and drain yourself of all the toxins and then you see what's left over and that's who you really are? See, the problem is a lot of people don't want to do that because they will come down to the reality that they don't actually have a true identity. They are nothing more than a product of everybody around them and and all the stuff that they see in the media. That's it. Then that's when you go into panic mode because now you have to actually sit with yourself. A lot of people actually fear. That's their deepest fear. It's not heights. It's not snakes. They're not homophobics. They're not scared of getting killed by the police. Your deepest, your true deepest fear is having to sit with who you really are. Who you really are. Maybe you're not this positive light worker that you think you are, sage burning, crystal wearing, meditating, yoga, my chakras are aligned. Maybe you are not that. Maybe you are not really, oh, political, conservative, like whatever. Maybe you're not really gay. Have some of y'all that are gay thought about that? You're not really gay? You've been, quote unquote, out of the closet for 15 years and we ain't seen you with not one man yet. You just love Beyonce. If you tap out of the world telling you because you're a man, you love Beyonce, you start to realize, man, maybe I'm not gay. I'm just not like everybody else. That's when you have to actually deal with yourself. The the problem is you've become, let's just use this gay guy for that. You've become so LGBT'd out. That if you had to actually tap into who you really are and realize that you're not actually gay, you lose all your identity. You lose your following because then you have to come back out of the closet again. Now you're back on, on the coming out the closet tip. Now you're back on the gram or wherever you came out the closet the first time. But hey, guys, actually, I'm not gay. Now people looking at you like, oh, pressure got to him. No pressure to get to him. He sat down and realized he's not actually gay. Some of y'all aren't really lesbian. How are you a lesbian? And every time you turn around, you got a, a, a fake penis stuffed in your body. You wearing strap-ons. You getting screwed. Why? If, if, if I don't like dick, why? I got to have dicks involved with my sex. How you a lesbian, but you got but you using dildos? Uh, some of y'all really think that you're this, that, and the third. You know, I really went through a big thing where I was like, I'm going to be a Christian, and I'm going to dedicate my life to Jesus, and I still feel that way. But I was trying to force myself to just cut off certain things of my life. That's just who I actually am. This is who I really am. And there's still certain things that I'm not sure about. If I could be honest with you, I'm still learning myself. And I felt like I would be doing a, a very disrespectful disservice to God to be trying to force myself to being perfect when I'm just not perfect. I can't. I, I tried to do the whole don't listen to rap thing. I can't. I love rap. I rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, who are you? You're never going to find out why you're tapped into everything and everyone else. You have to tap out and then tap into yourself. You can only do that by sitting alone for some time. You can only do that by stop listening to everything and everyone else. People telling you what being black has to be. 
what being from the hood has to be, what being a girl has to be, what being white has to be, what being from a conservative family or a liberal family has to be. Oh, because I'm from California, I got to be this way. Because I like this, like I tell you all the time, like they tell you, oh, you're a vegan, you're a vegan, you're a vegan. I'm like, I'm a vegan, yeah. But you best believe on Thanksgiving, I'm eating my mom's macaroni and cheese. I don't care what none of y'all think about it. And you best believe that every now and then I'm going to eat some salmon. Like y'all niggas will dedicate yourself to that, but y'all won't dedicate yourself to nothing else. Yes. But 90% of the time throughout a 12 month radius, vegan. It's a bare minimum vegetarian. There's no meat though. Not gonna let them tell me what I am and am not gonna do, because I say I'm this. Or I don't. I don't even want to use the word no more at this point. Y'all have made me disgusted to the word. Because once you say you're this, you say you're black. Once you say you're pro-black, once you say you're a vegan, once you say you're gay, once you say you're a Christian, once you say that you're hell, even a Satanist or atheist, people have these weird ass expectations for you. They have these weird expectations for you when you say you're a feminist. So when you say you're a feminist, but you believe the man's supposed to be the head of the household, people look at you crazy. How is that not feminism? When you say you Christian, but you might say a curse word, they tell you, oh, well, you're not a Christian at all. And you guess who's telling you that? A bunch of secular people who don't even believe in God. When you're black and you speak properly, they tell you you're not black. When you, when you, when you, when you, you see, you, you see what I'm saying? Do y'all see what I'm saying? When you a masculine homosexual, they tell you, well, you, you, you're, you, you're not being yourself. Just, just, you're not being yourself. You're still living by society's rules. How are you going to tell him that when y'all are the ones that run society? Y'all are the one creating the rules right now. So whose rules is he really living by? Who is he supposed to please, please you? Like, you know what I'm saying? I live my life to try my best to please God and please myself. Everybody else comes third. Everybody. Everybody else, including my mom, they all come third. And the only way to really become into self like that, you have to be you have to be brave enough to say to yourself, maybe I am not who I think I am. You may think you're this person because you've been this way for 10, 20 years. That's just 10, 20 years of you bullshitting and believing lies. You have to be able to, to possibly because maybe I might be wrong, but possibly shed the identity that you have have took on. The only way to possibly do that is you're going to have to tap out, tap back in with yourself. And then you can come back to the world and get on the gram and say who you really are, or who you think you are. I had to realize at one point in my life, I'm not for the streets. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. I can survive in jail, but it ain't for me. Getting shot at? Uh-uh. Having to look over my back? No, I love being able to go somewhere and not have a gun on me. I don't even like to go places where I feel like I have to have a gun. If I feel like I have to have a gun, I don't want to go there. If I feel like I can't go to a party and I have to worry about tonight, I might have to fight. Let me wear these shoes. If you have to do that to go to a party, bro, it's time to change a new life anyway. 
Like I really, 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 really love who I've become. I had to really, but I had to realize that the street life is not for me. I'm not about that life. I'm not. I'm not about getting jumped by six, seven niggas. I'm gonna run. <laughs> Call me what you want, but I'm going to run. I'm not about that. I'm not about that. I had to realize that shit, man. It took me a long time to really come to terms with it. And I had this, and it, I sat there at one point. I've gone through this several times, y'all, where I've sat down and said, man, who am I then? And it was hard. It was the hardest pill to swallow. I just spent five years of my life doing this. I just spent five years of my life doing that. Like I was really running around getting into stupid stuff. Like I could have died. It took me a long time to really realize who I was. And I had to go through a lot of things because I, the world told me, if you like this, if you do this, you listen to this type of music, if you from this area, if you from this, if your parents are like this, this is who you are. And I'm like, no, nigga, who are you to tell me who I am? I had to tap out. J. Cole just reminded me again. And thank you, J. Cole. Time to tap back out, man. Get back in that bag, man. Remember who you really are. Or for, for a lot of us, find out because you don't have any memory of it because you've never had the chance to really be who you really are. Because you are nothing more than a product of your parents, of social media, TV, movies, music, and all the other bullshit, bro. When you die, you're going to look back as a soul and be like, what the fuck was I doing? I just wasted that whole time on earth doing that shit. Like, how many of us have spent a whole day angry about people we don't know. You spent a whole day angry about Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. You spent a whole day angry about some girl in Columbus, Ohio. You spent a whole day angry about, oh, such and such didn't win a Grammy last night. What would you think, what would, have, what, what would your day have been like had you woke up and went to the park that morning? Had you woke up and and just read a book or something or did a little workout, what would you what would your brain have went then? What would you have been thinking at one p.m. then? This is an important conversation to to have with yourself. So do me a favor and share this episode. Do yourself a favor and share this episode, so you can get some realer friends and get a realer view on the people around you. So once they start thinking about what we're talking about here on Raw Sex in this episode, you'll see them about a couple of months from now and be like, oh, so that's who he really is. I like that James better than the James I thought I knew. Or, time to, to classify James. Time to classify him. For y'all who don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to my episode about classifying people, overcutting them off completely. You know? You have to tap, you have to tap, you have to tap out, man. So it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. I hope this message was um, enlightening for you. I hope this message was productive for you. And I wish you nothing but peace, love, and light in your life. You know what I'm saying? I hope you, I hope, I hope eventually you recognize you know, the son of God, you know what I'm saying? But for right now, what I'm asking you to do from human to human, not from black man to black man or none of that bullshit, none of that shit in the long run will matter from human to human is to tap out, see who you really are, 
See what you really believe. See what you really stand for. Because you might just shock yourself and see that you've been wasting time. You've been wasting a lot of time. And these things are leading into the type of people you hang around. The type of people you're attracted to. The type of people you keep dating. Why do you think you keep dating the same nigga over and over again with different names? You didn't debated you didn't dated Devontae 30 times. It's just Devontae, James, John, Jingle, Hammer Smith. His name is my name too. That's all. But you didn't date the same nigga. You didn't date the same woman. If you tap out, who knows? You might figure out, you know, I'm not really into street niggas. You know what? I'm not really into uh, into these hippie type niggas. You might find out, you know what? I'm I'm not really in I'm not maybe I'm just not into white men like that. I'm not really into black men like that. I'm just not into men at all. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're going to find on the other side. This is your journey. That's the beautiful part about it. I can't tell you what you're going to find. But I'm telling you, as long as you live in fear of finding out who you really are, you're doing yourself a great disservice. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. And this time I'm really out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out.